0: Good afternoon, and thanks so much for joining us for Managing to Make a Difference. We hope this is a podcast intended to help you with management issues that you may face during your tenure during and leading great teams. We want this to be the most meaningful to you as well, so please feel free to email us your management questions, and we're going to be addressing those as they come to us. To do that, you just simply click that email host button. It's just above the podcast description, and then we'll work those topics into our upcoming podcast for you as well. So co-authors Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage will be joining you each week to talk about these management issues. They're going to share a few stories from the book, as well as additional insights they've seen in their long management careers. And I'm Kimberly Shirk, and I'm also joined by my colleague Kyle Bruce. We'll be your on-again, off-again moderators, hoping to share our own experiences, both being led by managers and leading teams here at Talent Plus, in our homes, and in other organizations as well. So to kick things off today on this inaugural podcast, I think you should all get to know a little bit about us all, both in a formal and then a pretty not-so-formal way. So I'll plan to share a little straight from the bios of our cast of characters here, and then I'll let them jump in and share anything else they might like you to know about them. Does that sound good to everyone? Sounds good to me. All right, Larry. Well, let's go ahead and start with you. So from his bio, when organizations seek to create break... Oh, goodness. We better start that (laughs) one over. All right. So when organizations seek to create breakthroughs, they turn to Larry Sternberg, one of the most innovative thinkers in the field of human resources today. Larry's teaching ability and sense of humor give him the reputation as one of the most talented and effective speakers in the country. Having been with Talent Plus since 1999, Larry has served in a variety of capacities, beginning as a management consultant and an in-depth analyst. He has held leadership positions as chair of management consulting, leadership consulting, and client engagement, and most recently, president of Talent Plus. But he is now a Talent Plus fellow, performing duties as an off requested speaker and consultant. His ideation is expressed as an active blogger, by writing weekly for the Leadership Laboratory and in fact, his weekly blogs were the platform that launched this book, Managing to Make a Difference. So prior to joining Talent Plus, he was a Vice President of Human Resources with the Portman Hotel Company and a General Manager at the Ritz-Carlton Hotel Company. He's a native of upstate New York, he holds a Bachelor Degree of Arts, Bachelor of Arts degree, that is, in philosophy from Hamilton College, where he was a member of Phi Beta Kappa and has a Juris Doctorate from Georgetown University Law. So, Larry, that's pretty complete, but I know there's lots more to share about you. So what else would you like to share with us? Oh,
2: good heavens. Uh, We're going to share some more as our call goes on, but I think the listeners have really had plenty of information about me. Let's move (laughs) on to one of the other participants here.
0: All right, Kim, you're up. So Dr. Kim Turnage, she first joined Talent Plus in 1997. She was a senior research analyst and a leadership consultant. Dr. Turnage directed research, statistical analysis, and reporting of results, including the design, initial validation, and ongoing validation of selection instruments. She now serves on the in-depth analysis team as a writing analyst and currently holds the title of senior leadership consultant. In this capacity, she works with client partners in the selection, retention, and development of leadership talent, including succession planning. Dr. Turnage especially enjoys making connections between people, needs, resources, and ideas, thinking outside of the box and moving people from here to there, being a catalyst for change, introducing people to the elephant in the room, communicating what matters with clarity, and helping people put their gifts and talents to their best and highest use. She's a graduate of the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, and she earned her master's and doctorate degrees in psychology and her bachelor's degree in English and psychology. Kim, what else would you like us to know about you this morning?
1: I don't have much to add to that. I'm excited to be here, and we're going to have
0: a good time together. We are going to have a good time. All right, Kyle, you're up next, my friend. Okay. All right, as the lead of talent acquisition and associate learning and development for Talent Plus, Kyle Bruce obsesses over finding talented candidates for Talent Plus and ensuring our onboarding and learning programs meet associate needs. He also works as a senior consultant with several clients in their recruitment selection and organizational development efforts. Most recently, his work has encompassed initiatives that include a full range of consulting services, from mission and vision development, recruitment selection, team development, one on one coaching, and management development. Prior to joining Talent Plus, Kyle worked with Alpha Tau Omega National Headquarters as their director of marketing, focused on communication initiatives, and deployed a re- redeveloped national recruitment program and the selection of all national staff members. He is also a graduate from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln, where he was the president of that campus's local ATO chapter, serving as a teaching assistant for emerging leaders class through the university and receiving numerous campus and fraternity awards. Kyle, anything else you'd like us to know about you right away?
3: Well, I, I don't know if there's a lot more you could you could say, except I've had a chance to work with uh, this fine team and partner with them uh, probably since uh, since you know the late '90s actually. So it's it's been a lot of fun to to work with this team. But other than that, I think you've said most the uh, most of the good stuff.
0: Oh, good. That means our buyers are up to date and ready to go. Okay. It feels a little odd to be reading my own bio, to be really honest, but I'm going to keep going <laughs> with this and get us through this segment really quickly.
2: you want me to read it?
0: Sure. Do you want to
2: read it? I I'll would be love happy for you to read, you read, to it. read it. Yeah. Um, this, is, sure. this is Larry Sternberg. Right down there. Kimberly Shirk joined Talent Plus in 2012 as a corporate communications writer and editor for the branding and marketing team and is now a senior marketing strategist on the branding and marketing team. Kimberly spends her time concepting and executing branding and marketing campaigns to share the value of becoming a talent-based organization. This includes writing articles, research studies, blogs, press releases, biographies, video scripts, menus, email marketing, campaigns, and activities crafting and sharing the message of Talent Plus to external and internal communities. Kimberly's background is broadcast journalism. Prior to her time with Talent Plus, she has worked as an editor, photographer, producer, and reporter and anchor in Omaha and Lincoln, Nebraska, as well as Des Moines, Iowa. She graduated from the University of Nebraska with a bachelor's degree in broadcast journalism. And Kimberly has spent a summer at Georgetown studying journalism and working in Washington, D.C. as an assistant to Reuters and Telemundo television networks. Kimberly is also a published author, and this should appear in her bio. So I'm going to make sure she tells you what the name of her book is.
0: Oh, you're so kind. It's called Remote Fears and Silver Linings. And you're right. I have not updated my bio with that information, but thanks, Larry, for that.
2: Uh, it's a great book and she also is an inspirational speaker. Uh, the book is the story of a, a horrible uh, incident where, whereby Kimberly was electrocuted and uh, survived and it's the story of her survival, her recovery and her ability to find the silver lining in this tragic event uh, that occurred to her. So. I would highly recommend the book and recommend hearing about Kimberly's uh, journey.
0: Thank you so much, Larry. I really appreciate that. So you know a little bit about us, maybe too much. Maybe that went on for on a, on infinitum, but <laughs> we'll move on from here. I thought, Larry and Kim, to start this off, that you guys might talk a little bit about the book, Managing to Make a Difference, what inspired it, where we got to this point, and just share your thoughts on that.
2: Sure, I'll, I'll talk, and, and Kim, just interrupt me when, whenever you feel like it. I'm married, so I'm used to that. Um, <laughs> so it's possible for an individual to be a highly successful manager, accomplish their business goals, and move forward in their career without making a difference in others' lives. However, there are many people who gain a great deal of satisfaction in addition to accomplishing their goals and moving their careers forward while they're in management to make a difference in the lives of the people who report to them. So that's an additional element. There's a number of books written for CEOs on how to be more effective and a variety of C-suite people, but there are not a whole lot of books written for mid-level managers. And so Kim Turnage and I decided to write this book directed at mid-level managers to help them not only accomplish their goals, but to make a difference in people's lives while they're doing it. Kim, you want to add anything to that?
1: What I would add is that it's that making that difference that really does make the difference between having a satisfactory career and having an extraordinary one.
2: And it turns out, when you focus on making a difference in people's lives, you actually get better at accomplishing your goals and you actually move your career uh, even faster as you progress. One of the main things we focus on, we open the book, is the importance of relationships. You want to make a difference in people's lives, you have to influence them. And it is by getting into relationship with people That you put yourself in the best possible position to influence them in a positive way and to make a difference in their lives. So we're going to begin this first podcast by giving the listeners a practical tool to help them develop relationships more rapidly and to develop trust. We are going to do this after the break. So before the break, I just want to define what a relationship is. And we get this definition from a psychologist by the name of Dr. William E. Hall, who, used, who studied relationships for more than 50 years. And at one point in his career, he spent many years as the head of the psychology department at the University of Nebraska in Lincoln. So Dr. Hall's definition of relationship is it's the response you make to the existence of another human being. That's the entire definition. It doesn't sound very profound, but I assure you, I've been thinking about this for years. And here's, here's the way you can understand it. If I respond to you in a way that you perceive as positive or helpful or something similar, you are going to characterize our relationship as positive. If I respond to you in ways that are unhelpful or even hurtful, you're going to respond. You're going to characterize the relationship as negative in some way. If I don't respond to you, we have no relationship. So that's our definition of relationship, which we get from Dr. Hall. And we want to have positive, impactful relationships with the people who report to us. So when we come back from this break, we're going to share with you a practical exercise and the title of the exercise is Focus on You. You can use this in your personal life and your business life to develop better relationships and to get relationships started with people you're just meeting for the first time.
4: America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Asked to manage your teams but wonder when or how? Join Talent Plus on site with us or at your corporate office for a seminar built just for you. Leadership Toolbox focuses on individual engagement, talent and fit, team dynamics and growth, and creating a strength-based culture. This interactive, seminar-style format is just the set of tools you need for world-class team performance starting now. Reserve your spot today at talentplus.com. When managers make a significant impact, their teams are engaged, motivated, and excited. They love what they do. When those people work for you, you get results. Results matter, and people drive results. At Talent Plus, we've assessed millions of people over decades using our rigorous science to predict successful on-the-job performance and cultural fit with an organization's mission, vision, and values. Engaged cultures bring more productivity, innovation, higher retention, better customer satisfaction, and profitability. And having the tools and knowledge needed to become a cultural change agent makes you the champion. So get plused. Join Talent Plus for a day on site with us or at your corporate office and walk away with at least 50 benchmarkable ideas you can implement immediately. Reserve your spot today at Talent Plus.
0: We're so glad that you're joining us this afternoon for Managing to Make a Difference. We spoke a little time in the first segment about really relationships and the importance of that. And we're going to walk into a management tool that we use an awful lot around here called Focus on You. Larry, do you want to talk us, tee that up for
2: us? Certainly. Focus on You, as I said before the break, is a relationship building exercise. It can be used in a variety of circumstances if you're a member of a community group If you're a member of a committee at work, it can be used in your department and it can be used in your personal life as well. It's great for a first date. (laughs) So there's lots of ways you can use this. Focus on You consists of six questions. I'm going to go through them. And then the four of us on this broadcast are going to answer these questions and show you how a focus on you is conducted. And we're going to do this quite authentically when we do it. We're going to have fun, but we're going to be authentic as well. So the first category is the name you prefer to be called. I'm going to explain a lot of this after we do it. So there's more to be said about that. But the first category is the name you prefer to be called. The second category says, what do I get paid to do? And in this category, we're not interested in somebody giving us their entire job description or possibly even their job title. We want to know the answer to the question when you boil it all down at the end of the day, what do you really get paid to do? Our former colleague, uh, Andres Traslovinia, used to say, what is the soul of your job? That's what we're looking for. Then there's a category called hot buttons. Now, in common parlance, hot buttons are usually things that annoy you. But today, and when we do focus on you, they're things that are positive. They're spontaneous door openers to conversation. So if somebody mentioned one of these topics, you'd immediately be drawn in. And this is this is. A whole person. This is not the person confined to their professional life or any limitations. This is you as a whole person. What are when I was in college in the late '60s, we would have called these turn-ons, successes. We're looking for that's the next category: one personal and one professional success. They don't have to be profound. They don't have to be earth-shaking. They only have to be what's top of mind at the time that you're doing this activity. The next category is what I do best. And this is, again, not confined to a person's professional life. As a human being, what do you do best? So if you customize motorcycles or if you're terrific at needlepoint or if you're a great mom, whatever it might be, what do you do best? And then the last category is goals. We want to talk about one personal and one professional goal. And I always like to give people a time frame. So in this case, since it's early in the year, of 2017, let's talk about a goal that we'd like to accomplish by the end of 2017. Are you all with me here, my associates on the phone? No, I'm following you. (laughs) Kim Turnage, you there?
1: I'm with you.
2: All right, good, good. Uh, So, who would like to volunteer to go first? Kyle will. I'd be happy to go first.
0: I like that you volunteered him for Kyle, himself. Kyle is
2: married as well, <laughs> so we're all used to
3: this. Okay, so uh, I'll go ahead and read mine through. Then, so my name is Kyle. My last name's Bruce. It's spelled a little funny, um, so it's B R U S S. But you can call me Kyle. You can call me Bruce. I will know uh, the difference if you think it's my first name or last name, though. Um, so, what do I get paid to do? Well, ultimately, I get paid to fulfill the mission of Talent Plus. Um, I get to do that through recruiting, consulting, teaching and facilitating other people's success and having fun doing all of that. Uh, my hot buttons, those include my wife, Beth, um, our son, Jackson, and our daughter, Nora, uh, the outdoors, Talent Plus, our clients, of course, uh, family and friends, recruiting, uh, technology, learning, cooking, wine, bourbon, those sorts of things. Oh, and, and Nebraska sports. I'm a huge uh, Nebraska sports fan, and if you're listening right now, the baseball team's getting ready to do a, a big uh, tournament this weekend, I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, best successes, uh, one, professional. Uh, when I think about the successes um, that I can count, it certainly is uh, around our associates uh, in terms of the people that, that had a chance to help usher into Talent Plus over the last, um, you know, seven, eight years in, in terms of focusing on our recruitment team and, and the people who've had the, a, a great opportunity just to bring into Talent Plus. Personally, it's my relationship with my wife. We just have a really great partnership. Um, and, you know, I just got back from vacation with her, and we just had a lot of time to connect, and we just – We're we're just really great partners and uh, great friends, and so I'm I'm really lucky there. Uh, What I do best is recruit, uh, build relationships and network. Um, I see patterns very easily with things, um, and I'm also really good at facilitating other people's success. Um, Some key goals that I have uh, in terms of Larry's parameters, um, I've got a few important roles to fill here at Talent Plus that are top of mind. Also, um, I'm in the process of rolling out a new learning management system for Talent Plus, and so having that successfully done uh, before the end of the fiscal. Uh, Personally, um, you know, it's it's that time of year where spring cleaning is really speaking to me, and I have a garage that uh, seemed to have amassed an awful lot of stuff in it uh, this winter, so I'm just thinking of how to get my house and my garage cleaned out uh, over the next couple weeks so that that's me uh any questions
0: i have a question for you kyle this is kimberly and i am wondering what was the best thing that you did on vacation with your wife beth
3: the best thing i did on vacation with my wife beth um we took a really long romantic walk down the beach the other day that was really nice other than that it was just sort of just sitting and hanging out um we didn't really do a lot of activity on this vacation. It was mostly just about uh, enjoying each other's company and just sort of spending time together, and that was a lot of fun. We went with some friends, too, so we weren't, you know, by ourselves all the time. But, uh, yeah, that, the walk down the beach was just, it was just fantastic just to sort of hang out.
2: So you were Kinda in corny. Mexico. Were you, were you close enough to the border to see uh, the beginning of the construction of the wall? You know, we were a little too
3: far away from the border. We were down, in, down by Cancun, so nowhere near the border, actually.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> how many How many associates would you say you have recruited uh, for Talent Plus who currently work here?
3: Uh, how many have I personally recruited or how many people I've ushered into the company?
2: How many have you it's personally personal. recruited?
3: How many have I personally recruited? Um, I would say it's probably easily over 20.
2: And how many have you ushered in? Uh, over a 100. And just for our listeners, Talent Plus employs about 120 people. So uh, Kyle's had an impact on almost everyone who works here in terms of their their getting started in the best possible way.
0: He is often the well, first face you see. I've been doing it a long time.
2: <laughs> uh, I missed yes, that and and doing it with excellence. So are you okay. looking for? Uh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, Kyle, this may be the easiest question or the hardest. What's your favorite bourbon?
2: Uh,
3: hardest. That's the hardest question. Um, I don't know if I can answer that to sort of say it's the just the best, but I had a, uh, I guess the the answer comes down to a couple of things. If it's sort of uh, a bourbon that I really enjoy, that's fairly easy to find, it would be Blanton's. Um, but... You know, the other day, Kim, we had a chance to um, to try some bourbon that actually you gave Larry as a gift. That was really good, um, and it was uh, the name has actually escaped me now that I think about it. Um, I know it was. What's, say that again, Larry?
2: It's Knob Creek, but a special edition Knob Creek, 15 right. year was- Knob Creek. Yeah, that 15-year-old Knob Creek was very, very, very
3: good. So uh, that one certainly sits at the top. Uh, and then I had to have a chance on vacation, actually, to try some um, really good aged tequila, which I typically don't drink, but it tasted as good as a really uh, aged bourbon as well. So I, I
2: really enjoyed that. Outstanding. So, Kyle, who is going to go next? Well, I would love to have Kim Shirk go next.
0: You bet. So my name is Kimberly, but often people call me Kim as well, and I'm going to roll through this rather quickly. Um, Let's see. What do I get paid to do? That's to communicate the mission, vision, and values of Talent Plus through all different kinds of channels. Hot buttons of mine are my faith, my family, and friends. Sports, I love to watch them and I love to play them. Books, movies, and beach vacations. I know that's a laundry list, but I do have lots of hot buttons for sure. Um, A professional success, you know, since I've come to Talent Plus, one of my biggest um, successes, I feel like, is... um, The numerous client testimonials that we have brought in, I really feel like other people tell our story the best. And so when I get a chance to talk to our clients and bring those stories to light, I get excited about that. Personal success has to be alongside my husband, Chad, our three children, Caleb, Logan, and Addison. They are the light of my life for sure. What I get, uh, let's see, what I do best, smile, listen, encourage, strategize, Analyze. And most days I think I'm a pretty good mom. And then in terms of professional goals and the parameters that Larry again set for this year, um, you know, this is a new, new phase for me. So I'm looking forward to being a part of this podcast and learning alongside that and helping with the successful book launch. That kind of ties into my personal success, launching my own book and working through more speaking engagements and marketing. And so from a personal side, I'm working on that. When I leave Talent Plus and work on this book launch, then I go home and do a little bit of my own. So that's where my list stands right now. Do you have any questions?
2: Uh, Colleagues, we have about one minute until the break. So uh, let's get a couple of questions in and, and then we will go to break. I just came back from the beach. So your favorite beach
3: vacation location?
0: Ooh. Um, You know, we go to sometimes Duck, North Carolina. And so um, within the continental United States, we have loved doing that. My mom is from Virginia. My dad's from Texas. So beach vacations were a lot of fun growing up. So Duck, North Carolina, I highly recommend it. So
1: I share your book, Hot Button. What is the best book you've read lately?
0: Ooh, the best book I've read lately Hmm. That's tough. I read Jen Hatmaker. Um, that was a good book. Mm-hmm. I have done some different studies that were good. Um, honestly, my favorite, and this is kind of funny, but To Kill a Mockingbird, I went back and reread that again, and it's still at the very top of my list. I love that book.
2: Good choice. What, what is the next thing you're going to do to promote your, your own book, the one I mentioned earlier?
0: Mm. So I was just asked last week. I'm pretty excited about it. We have an organization called Teammates here in Nebraska, and it's a mentoring program and was just asked to come and speak to their graduate class. So it's groups of students that uh, may be at high risk, may not be, but um, mentors partner with them to walk through um, Their graduation, walk through the high school years and get them to college graduation. So I was just asked to speak at that event and I'm pretty excited about that. So that's the latest thing I'm doing.
2: Terrific. And we're going to break here and when we come back, we're going to continue uh, the focus on you exercise.
4: bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now, toll free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. When managers make a significant impact, their teams are engaged, motivated, and excited. They love what they do. When those people work for you, you get results. Results matter, and people drive results. At Talent Plus, we've assessed millions of people over decades using our rigorous science to predict successful on-the-job performance and cultural fit with an organization's mission, vision, and values. Reserve your spot today at talentplus.com. Engaged cultures bring more productivity, innovation, higher retention, better customer satisfaction, and profitability. And having the tools and knowledge needed to become a cultural change agent makes you the champion. So get plused. Join Talent Plus for a day on site with us or at your corporate office and walk away with at least 50 benchmarkable ideas you can implement immediately. Reserve your spot today at talentplus.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Welcome back again. We're so glad that you're joining us for Managing to Make a Difference. We hope that we are making a difference in your lives. And if you'll remember from our last segment, we're really talking about relationships. And we're going through an exercise called Focus on You. It's really meant to really get to know the people that are in your organization or your family or your workplace or your community (laughs) group. And so we're going to continue with that exercise. Uh, today, And I think, Dr. Kim Turnage, I think um, you're up. So would you like to share with us a little bit from your exercise focus on you? Yeah, I like to be called Kim. Um,
1: what I get paid to do is to also, like all of us, extend Talent Plus's mission. And my specific way is helping people maximize their strengths and helping leaders grow people and their organizations as a whole. Uh, my hot buttons are my husband, Rick, who's been married for 26 years, um, my children, Connor, Aaron, and Peyton, who are becoming more adults than they are children these days, um, track and field, reading, and leadership. The uh, professional success that I would name uh, kind of blends into a personal success as well, and it's finishing our book with an exclamation point at the end. Um, Personally, it's getting our second child teed up and ready for college. And We have one more to come behind her, and we're going to have that part of our parenting complete. Um, what I do best, synthesize, ask questions, write, teach, parent, coach, care, and deliver results. Um, for goals, since Larry at the beginning of this put on the um, – You know, it has to be within the calendar year stipulation. Uh, The goal would be to start writing the next book. Um, And personally, my goal is to beat my husband in a game of (laughs)
0: racquetball. That's my favorite.
2: (laughs) So, how close are you? How competitive are you?
1: Well, you know, games go to 15, and the best I've ever done is four to 15.
2: Okay, he doesn't what, let up on me. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, right? Absolutely. You you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to win if somebody just let you win. No, no, no. So what's what's your strategy? I I uh, you know I'm a pretty good coach, and I I know that if by mistake you just hit him really hard in the shin one time, uh, <laughs> you 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 might be able to make more progress.
1: well i will say that i have hit him multiple times with rackets and balls (laughs) so um he has had to endure that already um one of my strategies is just to keep practicing because that's part of it but at some point i'm going to have to take a couple lessons
3: it's all about the spin (laughs) so kim what's the what's the best book you've read recently
1: Well, I'm actually reading one right now that I'm really excited about. It's called The Undoing Project by Michael Lewis, who wrote Moneyball. And it is about Danny Kahneman and Amos Tversky, who for me are kind of like these gods of um, cognitive psychology and who's actually kind of at the foundation of some of the work we do at Talent Plus with um, asking people questions and using that to help understand how they perform, and how they decide what they do. Um, So,
0: you know, it's kind of a geeky
1: nonfiction read, but I'm really enjoying it. Typically, I
0: like fiction more. And you you mentioned you were going to start writing the next book. What is the next book? Uh, Larry and I are kind of still talking about it, but one topic
1: that we're sticking on in our conversations is mentoring.
2: Nice. That's fantastic. And... As part of that, we're talking about focusing on helping people find mentors. How do you find a mentor? And how do you make sure you're being the best possible mentee?
1: And, of course, we're talking about relationship today on the show. And
0: that's all about relationship.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Larry, I think that leaves you up so my as turn? our next okay. participant. Yes.
2: All right. So. Uh, The name I prefer to be called is Larry, except on certain Friday nights when I prefer to be called Fabunia, depending on how I'm dressed. Uh, What do I get paid to do? I get paid to help individuals and organizations grow if you strip it all away. That's the way I conceptualize it. My hot buttons uh, at the top of the list is my wife, Sally. Uh, Talent Plus as an organization is a hot button for me, particularly uh, the associates. Uh, The book that Kim and I are just finishing up is a big hot button, and we're going to be talking about that for many weeks here. Uh, Humor, uh, mentoring, speaking, public speaking, that is, uh, teaching, uh, pens, watches, I like. And and I share with Kyle, and although Kim Turnage didn't say so, bourbon's a hot button of hers too, I share that (laughs) with, with them. Uh, my successes include uh, getting this book to the point it is. It's going to come out in May, and uh, I'm—I'm—it's a—it's a major form of self-actualization for me, and so I'm—I'm uh, I'm very excited to have this book come out. Uh, personally, I've got two things here. One is my marriage. I have a virtually perfect marriage. Uh, My wife doesn't like the word virtually in there as an adjective. She keeps asking me why I don't just say we have a perfect marriage. Um, And I'm not even sure why that is. But I couldn't imagine asking more, getting more from a life partner that I need than I get from my wife, Sally. And I will mention another personal success is... Uh, partnering with uh, Kim Turnage on this book. Uh, I asked her if she would be my co-author on the book and I was just thrilled when she said yes and it's been a a genuine pleasure, a joy uh, to work with, with Kim Turnage on this. What do I do best? Think, teach, facilitate the sex- success of others and lead people, particularly when the group of people is doing something that hasn't been done before. So you can't Google it. You can't find out how other people did it because it hasn't been done before. So none of that research uh, will help you. You have to move out and figure it out yourself. That's when I get fully engaged when those kinds of things are happening. Uh, A couple of goals uh, by the end of this year. first of all, top of mind is making this book a success. We've written it. uh, We're proud of it. And we want to make the book a success in the sense of touching as many people as we can and helping as many mid-managers as we can learn how they can use their gifts to make a difference in the lives of the people they manage. And so Promoting the book for that reason is is uh, top of mind as we'd like to accomplish. I'd like to accomplish by the end of the year. Uh, I'm about to take on a new set of responsibilities in Talent Plus. It hasn't been announced yet, so my colleagues on this call don't know what it is, and until it gets formally announced, I can't share it with people. But uh, one of my goals will be to excel in those new responsibilities professionally and personally. It's to do better on my health and fitness habits.
0: So what goals do you have toward your health and wellness initiatives, personally?
2: Well... You know, one of the things we talk about in the book is the Pareto phenomenon, the the so-called eighty phenomenon, where 20 percent of your activities, your efforts, produce 80 percent of your results. And so, one of the things I have to focus on when it comes to fitness is just showing up to work out. That showing up is the 20 that gets you the 80. You can fine-tune your your workout, uh, you know, routine and what specifically you do in terms of exercise. But the 20 that gets you the 80. Is doing it on a regular and frequent <laughs> basis, and I think I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, so that's the main thing I'm going to focus on, and it so happens that the way my character is built, once I start that, my eating habits improve as well. Uh, and what works for me happens to be uh, the uh, the South Beach Diet, uh, really. Uh, helps me feel better, and and drop some weight while I'm exercising.
3: Larry, you uh. talked about um, one of the things you do best is is leading others, especially when it's something new and it's never been done before. Can you give me an example of one of those uh, things that uh, you just you couldn't Google it, you couldn't look it up that uh, that you helped to lead?
2: Yeah, earlier in my career, when I was general manager for the Ritz Carlton Hotel Company, I was asked to to implement a model called self-directed work teams where the hourly employees pretty much run the business. And uh, there is very little written on that. There are some things, but there's very little written on it. And what's written doesn't really give a guide. So we had to figure it out as we went along. It wasn't easy, but uh, we did it. And it was one of the most satisfying professional experiences of my life.
0: I know humor is and- a big hot button for you. Um, I think that I'm just going to put a little insight in here to what Sally may be thinking when she you say virtually perfect marriage. Maybe she's thinking like virtually like across the computer or something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't want to qualify her. She wants me to just say it's perfect. And, and frankly, it really is. I I don't have a good I don't have a good excuse for why I use the word virtually. I see we're coming up on our next break here, so when we come back, we're going to talk uh, more about the book and how it can be helpful to you if you're a mid-level manager.
4: comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Asked to manage your teams but wonder when or how? Join Talent Plus on-site with us or at your corporate office for a seminar built just for you. Leadership Toolbox focuses on individual engagement, talent and fit, team dynamics and growth, and creating a strength-based culture. This interactive, seminar-style format is just the set of tools you need for world-class team performance starting now. Reserve your spot today at talentplus.com. Engaged cultures bring more productivity, innovation, higher retention, better customer satisfaction, and profitability. And having the tools and knowledge needed to become a cultural change agent makes you the champion. So get plussed. Join Talent Plus for a day on site with us or at your corporate office and walk away with at least 50 benchmarkable ideas you can implement immediately. Reserve your spot today at Talent Plus. When managers make a significant impact, their teams are engaged, motivated, and excited. They love what they do. When those people work for you, you get results. Results matter and people drive results. At Talent Plus, we've assessed millions of people over decades using our rigorous science to predict successful on-the-job performance and cultural fit with an organization's mission, vision, and values. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: Thanks again for joining us today for Managing to Make a Difference. You know, we've spent the first three segments really delving into relationships, and that's because that's really the crux of great management all around is building great relationships. And so I wanted to finish just with, while we were off the air, we talked a little bit about one more interesting fact about Larry. So Kerry, or Kyle, I'm going to let you jump in there and ask that question once again of Larry to follow up well, yeah, with we the are, focus on you.
3: Yeah, we were talking about hot buttons, and I know, Larry, you have a passion for pens and watches, but uh, tell me, do uh, you have any new pens in your life? Any, any favorites you'd like to tell your audience?
2: Yeah, I, I don't buy many pens anymore. I used to have a have an extensive collection. However, I just recently acquired a pen from the cross pen company. And this pen was designed and manufactured in collaboration with a second company called Fonderie Forty Second. Forty Seven, rather, Fondery Forty-Seven. And the CEO of Fonderie Forty-Seven founded the company. With a mission to get rid of AK-47s on the continent of Africa, and the Foundry Forty Seven organization. So he's a social entrepreneur, and the Foundry Forty Seven organization has to date uh, destroyed more than fifty thousand AK-47s plaguing the continent of Africa, and the this particular pen. Uh, is a special design, and it contains the serial number of one of the destroyed uh, 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 weapons, and it contains a little piece of. They melted them down, and on the cap there is a little piece that is a piece of the melted down steel from one of the AK forty sevens, and it's a. And and besides that, it's a fantastic. Pen. It's the design is beautiful and it it writes uh, beautifully. It's it's just a terrific pen. So uh, it's a pen with a story and everything with me is a story. So even my pen has a story.
0: And I got to tell you, there I'm you sitting are. right next to you, and it is a work of art. It really is. It's a beautiful pen. So um, thanks for sharing that with us. I think, um, Kim and Larry, if you just want to talk a little bit more about the book and where we're going with this book, where we're going with this podcast series, and what, what listeners can expect to hear as we go on throughout this throughout this year and and learn more about management.
2: Kim, what would you like to focus on for this final segment in this particular podcast?
1: I'd like to focus on um, kind of where we start the book, which is with the idea that, and we've been talking about relationships this whole time, but with the idea that when you build a workplace on the value and the strength of relationships, everything else falls into place. So, Larry, you know you have that great story about Bernie in the diner. <laughs> um, I just you, think it's such a great illustration of that point.
2: Well, I'll tell the story. Uh, it's uh, the book starts with this story, and at the at the time, I every story in the book is true, by the way. And at the time this story occurred, I was. VP of Human Resources for Omni International Hotels when it was based in Atlanta, Georgia. And I have a habit. Breakfast is my favorite meal. And I have a habit of, of stopping at a cafe or a diner on my way to work and having breakfast. I grew up in the restaurant business, so I love, I love restaurants, whether it's working in them or, or being a guest. So in any event, I always pick one diner and I go there every morning. And I get to know the people who are working in that diner, and they get to know me. So this was the case when I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. And I was feeling pretty good about myself in general. I was a top human resources professional. I thought I really understood human resources, how to do it, what kind of policies you ought to have. I I really was probably a little bit arrogant about about my knowledge of that field at that point in time. And so one day I stopped into the diner and when I walk in, they put my order on. I have the same thing every day. I sit down at the counter and Shirley is is my waitress and we got to know each other. And I noticed that one of the cooks isn't there. His name is Bernie and he was gone. I, I said, Shirley, where's Bernie? And she said, we don't know, he just, Didn't come to work yesterday, and we still haven't seen him. And we called his his apartment. We can't find him. And uh, so what happened was, a couple of days later, Bernie called from some town in Georgia that was far away from Atlanta. He had been drunk for several days, and my father would have called that. He'd been on a bender. And uh, he called from this town. He said, hey, can somebody please... Come and pick me up. So somebody from the diner drove, you know, a couple hours to go to go get Bernie. And when he came back, uh, people were pretty angry at him. But my my insight there as a result of this is that in my company at the time, if you were an employee and you didn't show or call for three days, you were fired. It was the three days no show no call. This is a pretty common thing and. Uh, And by the way, Bernie had been there for 17 years. He was a very valuable employee. But I realized that in my company, in Omni, we would have had to fire him because discipline has to be consistent. And here is this place that was a mom-and-pop place. They didn't have an employee handbook. They didn't have any of the sophisticated uh, policies and procedures we had. And yet, they were running a better business. They were running their business more wisely than we were running our business because they didn't have to fire Bernie. He got, he got punished in the sense that people were angry at him. And in fact, Shirley wasn't talking to him at this point in time, but they didn't lose a 17 year employee uh, because he exercised this poor judgment on this particular occasion. And it really deflated my arrogance. I mean, I came, I, I enjoyed my breakfast. I got to the office and I said to myself, Larry, what the heck do you really know about human resources when they're doing it better than you are? Maybe you should reconsider uh, your arrogance on this topic. And, and so I, I started to really think about, among other things, the importance of relationships. And that's what they were focusing on in that diner. They were like a family. You don't fire family members. You might have problems, you might have arguments, you might hurt each other from time to time, but you don't fire them. You figure out how to work through it and you hang together. And I realized at that moment that I really had a lot to learn about how to run a business and how to, in particular, run human resources and how to be a manager. So that's one of the stories in the book and uh, there's plenty to be learned from paying attention in life.
1: Absolutely. One of the things that I, I love about that story is that it points out that rules don't always help. But when we look at people and relationships, we're going to have a better outcome. Um, recently, um, In the news, there was a story about Google doesn't need rules because they hire the right people. And it's that same idea. If you hire the right people and if you get those people into the right relationships, rules become unnecessary and it becomes less important to define what people can and can't do and to have the no-call, no-show rule because you have people who want to be there and who care about each other and who are going to make things happen no matter
2: what. We are running out of time for this particular show. I want to thank my three colleagues here. And in, in future shows, we're going to continue to expand on this topic of relationships and bring in some other aspects that will allow listeners to really make a difference in the lives of the people who report to them. I want to remind listeners that we're happy to receive your emails, so if you are wondering about something, if you have questions about how you can make a difference, not only at work, but also in the lives of the people you care about not at work, please email and we'll address every single one of those questions on a future show. Thanks for listening.
4: Thank you for joining us for Managing to Make a Difference with Talent Plus's Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. We hope these real-life management examples will help you manage teams across the globe. Just a reminder, this series airs on Voice America, the business channel, each Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. We hope you'll tune in next week for Managing to Make a Difference. Until then, put these practices into place and manage to make a difference.